0: Hello my friend, it is your brother Hampton from Hybrid Calisthenics. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee with Hampton. These are rapidly becoming some of my favorite videos to make because I get to sit down and chat while I have a cup of coffee with you. And those are like two of my favorite things in the world to do, so it makes sense. Now the Hybrid Calisthenics brand, and specifically the Hybrid Calisthenics YouTube channel has grown relatively quickly. In fact, we got about a million subscribers in about two months, maybe three months time, I'll have to look up the exact dates while I'm editing this video. But we grew relatively quickly. And those of you that know me know that I. I don't like making content about myself. I'm just a lot more comfortable when I'm talking about you all. But I know some of you are trying to grow your own YouTube channel. A lot of you are making your own awesome content and that's great. Uh, Some of you may be trying to start your own online business during this pandemic. So I thought I would share my approach to social media, how I plan and create content and hopefully it can help you. Speaking of which, I just wanna take this opportunity to thank every one of you for helping get this channel to a million subscribers and beyond. Here's the plaque for 100K and here's the plaque for a million. Thank you so much for sticking with me so far. I actually got these plaques around the same time, so that's funny. Let's finish filming inside. So, there are obviously already a lot of videos about growing your YouTube channel. There are entire YouTube channels dedicated to helping you grow your YouTube channel. So I'm going to try to steer away from things that you've probably already heard, like having a good thumbnail and having a good title. These things are important, but I feel like they've been adequately covered. And also because I'm probably not the best person to talk about thumbnails. I'm guilty of not spending enough time on my thumbnails myself, I mean, Look at this. To be fair, to be fair, for that video, there's a reason why I made it look like that and why I kept it that way, but I still wanna change it in a little bit here when I get a chance. Instead, I wanna talk about a change in mindset that in my opinion, a lot of channels would benefit from having, and that is to stop making content with the primary purpose of gaining more subscribers. Now this sounds simple, but it's going to be the most important point I'm going to make about this topic during this video, and none of the other stuff I'm going to say is going to work nearly as well if someone doesn't get this. In fact, some of you might even benefit from just focusing on making consistently good content and improving all the time based on your audience feedback and just pretending that you can't even see your subscriber count. Just don't even look at it or just look at it very infrequently. Because I think a lot of us get into the game, the journey of starting a YouTube channel and an online social media brand because we want to help people or we have something that we want to share. And certainly as we go and we start getting some traction and people are appreciating what we're putting out, it's a great feeling. And we start measuring our success by how many followers we have, how many likes we're getting. And at some point, we have to ask ourselves a question, are we still focused on helping and sharing or are we trying to make our numbers bigger? Now at this point, you might say Hampton, my channel is about helping and sharing. I don't know what you're talking about. And to that, I say kudos. That might very well be true and that's awesome. But this is a question that I would continually ask myself because even if you have very good intentions, the task, the journey of creating a YouTube channel and making it thrive is so arduous. It takes so long and we pour our blood, sweat and tears into making these videos and sharing them with our audience that it's only natural we want some way to measure our success. We want some metric to see how well we're doing. And the metric that's posted everywhere is our subscriber count. It's bolded, it's underlined, it's right underneath our channel name. But the real metric for your success, in my opinion, is not your subscriber count. If your channel actually is about helping people, the real metric for your success is the success you help other people achieve. Because while yes, we as content creators are on a journey to expand our social media presence and grow our channels, I think it's important to remind ourselves every once in a while that our channel and our content is not about our journey, it's about the journey of our audience members. On the hero's journey, we are not the hero. Our audience members and our community, they're the heroes. We help the hero, for me anyway, that's what works for me and that's how I approach my channel. Your channel might be entirely about you and how many grapes you can put in your mouth. If that's you send me a link to your channel because I'm kind of curious now. Now if this just sounds like blah 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 to you and you're wondering how this actually applies, then I would say instead of focusing on gaining more viewers, focus on gaining a deeper connection with your current viewers. If you think of your audience base as a swimming pool, you can have a very wide swimming pool. You can have a huge swimming pool, but it won't matter how wide it is if it's only about this deep. If it's this deep, no one wants to swim in it. Focus on going deeper with your audience. This means you answer as many messages as you can, as many comments as you can, and you like as many posts as you can. And if you're just getting started, that means you answer every message, every comment, and you like every post. And you say all the time, thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot to me. What can I do to help you? What kind of content can I make for you? The first 10 people in my community, I knew them well. I knew their names, I knew their family, I knew when someone's mom got sick. And the fact that I can't do this for millions of people as well as I could for 10, I consider that a failing on my part. That's on me and I'm actively working on a way to connect deeper with you, so stay tuned. And yes, your subscriber count and your audience size can be handy to know, but once again, it shouldn't be the only or even the main metric of your success. I would compare that to measuring your popularity by counting how many hands you've shaken. I consider my purpose on YouTube to serve my audience and my community, which is all of you. When people ask me what I do, I always wanna say I'm a servant. I just serve a lot of people at once. It's funny because as people grow their YouTube channel, they often think they become more important because they have a bigger audience. I actually become less important, I think, because I have more people to serve and more people are telling me what to do. When people say, Hampton, you told me you make a video on knee pain two days ago. And I'm like, you're right, you're right, I'm sorry. I apologize, I'll get right on that. The way you get to a million followers is you really, truly, deeply care about the 10 followers you currently have. Okay, I hope that makes sense. That was the main point I wanted to get across. There's a few more points I want to cover before I end the video. This clip is actually done the next day. I don't know if you can tell, but the previous clip was done yesterday. That's pretty unusual for me, but I wanted to spend some extra time and care on this video because I know a lot of people have this question and it's something that I think a lot about and I really want this video to help. The second thing that I recommend is to find some platform, whatever the current platform is, that has a lot of organic reach. Now organic reach in this sense uh, means reach and views that you don't have to pay for. Uh, TikTok right now has a lot of organic reach. YouTube Shorts has, in my opinion, even more organic reach. Instagram Reels, I haven't really experimented with. LinkedIn, we hear that a lot. Places where you can post and get a lot of views relatively quickly even if you have no following. Now the benefit of this is yes, a lot of people will see your stuff, but more importantly you will get feedback on the content that you do. Uh, Some people say that I started on TikTok. It's actually not true. I think the first videos I posted for hybrid calisthenics were posted on Facebook um, and then YouTube and then eventually when someone told me about TikTok, I didn't know what it was. I had to look it up and I started posting videos there. But When I started to gain more traction on TikTok, what really benefited me wasn't the audience necessarily, but the fact that I was getting feedback on my videos. People were asking me about knee pain or harder exercises or easier exercises, because we always think, most people people think that they know what their audience wants, but the truth is most of us do not, or we don't know as specifically as we think. I thought I'd be making videos for people who are really into calisthenics already, people who already wanted to do human flags or planches or front levers and back levers, but really my audience became more the people really responded more to the easier stuff like push-ups, squats, pull-ups, and I have a lot of information and a lot of things I want to share about that. So when you find a platform with organic reach, the benefit of that is you get to interact with an audience and that is invaluable, when you get to interact with people that you are always helping every day and they tell you how you can help them more and you deliver on them. This is a skill that is hard to replicate. Um, A lot of the reason why I grew relatively quickly is I already had some content that I had from shorter videos and I got pretty good at shorter videos. And when I started posting them, uh, on YouTube shorts, they gain traction relatively quickly. And now I have that skill to make more of these. So it's not a one and done thing. I hope that makes sense. And something I wanna tack to that, especially if you're just getting started, is to not get too bogged down in having a brand image. The image that I have now, that you, you read most of the comments on most of my videos, they have a similar vibe. People appreciate the kindness, wholesomeness, and they say, I've been told that I'm relaxing. I never sat down and said, well, I want to make fitness content, but I want to make it relaxing (laughs) and wholesome. I never said any of that. I just turned on the camera and I started talking. So the point of that isn't that I'm special in any case, it definitely isn't. It's really the opposite. I think humans are special, people are special. If you sit down and you start talking about something you're passionate about, something that you actually have something to share about, I think people will naturally find your vibe and people who like you will gravitate towards you. And you can change that, you can shift that, you can change like, oh, people seem to like it when I do this. People seem to like it when I'm funny. Or or depending on what it is, um, it might be people don't like it when I make jokes. People want me to keep the content serious. And then you can balance that with what you feel comfortable with. And when you do this, you will start to develop your brand. A mistake I see a lot of people make is they start to try to make a brand image and they plan everything out ahead of time when that is just, it's very hard if not, impossible to do, to entirely plan your social media growth. Uh, First of all, you would have to have done it before for me to trust uh, your growth plan, but it's just very hard to do. So really, just get started. Two things from that. Don't try to plan out your brand image too much, and just get started. A lot of people are also nervous about people judging their content. People are afraid that if they start talking, people are going to judge them. People are going to hate on them. They're going to leave negative comments. This is part of the journey, it's part of the journey. I'm in fitness, there's a lot of negative comments, there's a lot of people who are upset and there's a lot of people who like to criticize others. That's fine. Uh, I think how I would approach that is I would approach it with humility and recognize that you are not, um, most likely you are not number one in your field, whatever it is, and you do have a lot to learn. So when someone criticizes you, even if they're rude, just tell yourself, is this person right? And if it is, tell them, "Hey, I appreciate that." Um, angry person 23, I appreciate your comment. I will keep that in mind. Thank you so much for helping my content. And I, you don't always see it on recent videos, but I also got a lot of negative comments uh, when I was starting on YouTube. Not negative comments, just people who were making fun of me for looking like a woman. I still get that a lot. And you know what? You know, from behind, from behind, you know. I might be mistaken for a woman sometime. I think I'd be a pretty ugly woman. That's why that's always my response is not to insult anybody else by comparing their looks to mine because that kind of brings them down. But really just don't worry too much about what other people say, just get started and then you will sculpt your brand image and you will improve your content as you go. It's usually a mistake to spend a lot of time planning all your videos, planning all your brand image, planning what you're gonna say, just get started. And the third thing I want to bring up is monetization. A lot of us start on this path of starting a YouTube channel or growing an online presence because we want some way to make money. We enjoy it but we would like it to be our job for many of us if not all of us. So it's only natural that we want to explore different ways we can monetize. I would be careful with this because there's a lot of different opportunities. As soon as you start getting attention anywhere, even before the internet, if you were someone who could get attention, there is some businessman with an offer to give you money in exchange for promoting their product or their service. And it's very easy to think, I can just promote this product, it's free money. And I am not against sponsorships. I am not against sponsorships, but it is not free money. Because when you promote a product, you're also trading brand equity, and brand equity can be very valuable indeed. Even if you are new, even if even if you're brand new, you still have some brand equity. So I have never taken any sponsorships for hybrid calisthenics. That's a little fun fact. I have received a lot of them. I've probably turned down, I don't know, like anywhere from 10,000 plus. I would estimate. I haven't really added it up before. A lot of them approached me and I, we never even got to the point where they were discussing payment, but I just declined it. Again, I'm not against it. A lot of really good creators take sponsorships and it's a perfect way to to promote a product you like and get paid for it. It's a collaboration, it's perfectly okay. It's just not something I wanted to do for myself because the way I looked at it was if I liked a product enough that I could I could take time to make content for it, then that's something I want to do for free. If I liked a product enough to want to promote it, then I would just promote it for free. That's me. You don't have to do this. This is just me. And on the other hand, if I don't like a product enough to just want to promote it for free, then it's not really something I don't want to talk about anymore. And I always just thought that I was sacrificing a little bit when I would take those products. I've discovered a lot of different things about myself while I've been making content. And one of the things I discovered early on is It's relatively hard to get me to do anything that I don't want to do even slightly for money. For example, if someone offered me $10,000 right now to just turn around. Not metaphorically, just literally turn around in my chair. My question would be, why? My first reaction would be, why do you want me to do that? And if they had a good reason, I might do it. But if not, or if if I didn't trust them, I just wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. Now, I will talk about the privilege I have to do that. Some of us are—we don't make as much money as others. I certainly am not rich. Let me just dispel that. I—I have—I may have a decent amount of followers, but I am not rich whatsoever. I don't take any sponsorships, and I recognize and sympathize that some of us might feel like we have to take sponsorships in order to keep making content, just to keep the channel afloat, because we're not making money from other places. I totally get that, and once again. I am not against anyone taking sponsorships. I don't even frown upon it. I'm not against it whatsoever. This is just a choice that I made for myself and how I wanted my brand to develop. But that said, I also wanna say that while some people I understand don't have the luxury of turning down sponsorships, When I started hybrid calisthenics and I started making videos I was still taking care of my mom full-time and I was trying to make a living online doing web design and print design but I still had to physically be with her 24 7 and even the time I could spend on the computer was relatively limited so there were several months where I did not make a whole lot of income and even growing up Even growing up, my parents worked very hard, and I really appreciate and love them for that. And there were times when we did well, but there were also times when we had to work very hard. We're talking like 90, 100 hour weeks, or even more sometimes. And there were times when we were in danger of not eating or losing our house despite working hard. So yes, I acknowledge that I am by definition privileged just by being able to sit here with good lighting and recording this on a nice camera to share with you all. I am privileged while there's kids around the planet who might cheer if there's a day when they find clean water or enough food so they won't starve that night and my heart goes out to them. So while yes, all that is true, I also want to establish that I did not grow up rich. I grew up middle class or below at best So while I am blessed just by virtue of being born in a first world country where I have access to clean food and water, and I am very thankful for that, I'm also not so bourgeois that I feel like I can't speak about money. And the reason why I'm spending so much time talking about this at all is because I recognize that it's very easy to say don't monetize when you already have lots of money. It's very easy to say don't take sponsorships and don't make make money from your brand when you already have lots of revenue from other streams. Once again, I'm not saying don't take sponsorships. I'm not frowning upon that or casting judgment at all. But I do recommend that you be strategic about how you monetize. And I recognize that everyone, everyone knows that to some extent, but please really spend some time thinking about being strategic about how you monetize. Because if your community and the people that watch your content think you're too easy to buy, especially if you're doing a lot of sponsorships, even if you think they're good, that might impede your growth, and that might impede the trust your audience has in you, which in your channel is everything. Now I talk about how I've learned, and I have learned that whenever I talk about this and how I generally don't wanna take sponsorships, I get a lot of kind, caring people who are worried that I won't be able to make as much content because I'm not making money. And I just have to say, I'll take this time to say, don't worry about me, I am okay. If I really was starving, I would, monetize in different ways, but thankfully I am blessed to be able to be covered right now certainly not rich But I can pay my bills and I'm very thankful for that And I will admit that the reason some people think I'm not making any money is because I'm relatively unobtrusive with my marketing I try not to be in your face about it In fact, sometimes you have to kind of dig to find anything that I have for sale, but I do sell t-shirts I do have a link for donations. I have a fitness and merchandise store that I'm actively developing. It's quite a lot of work and I have different ventures that I'm starting. Something you'll hear me announce pretty soon is a clothing line that I want to start. It's called Beautiful Day Clothing. It'll have designs from lots of talented artists. We're exploring different suppliers and printers right now. And it's really an exciting process. 10% of the profits from this business will go to support the St. Jude's charity. And this will probably be rotated every once in a while to support other charities for children among other causes that I would like to support, all of which will be publicly listed. The idea is to wear a shirt says have a beautiful day, to remind people who read it to have a beautiful day, while helping people in need also have a beautiful day. This business is about to launch, I'm very excited, and we can start doing some discussion posts where people can give suggestions for different charities they would like to support. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned that some people will think 10% isn't enough. Uh, we can talk about that and work something out. And please let me know, I, I won't, my feelings won't be hurt. But I'm really excited because this is a way where the community, which we are, we are a community, can choose which cause they want to support we can have some kind of poll or a vote every month every couple of months so people can choose which charity as a community we can come together to help anyway that's what i have to say about this topic for now i can always add more i spent a lot of time on this video so i really hope it can help you out please let me know if you have any questions below i'll try to answer them have a beautiful day